I'm Melissa White, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. This is a show to help inspire you to live your life to the fullest, but really to learn about those that guide us, our unseen helpers, guides, angels, loved ones in spirit that walk beside us in this life. I'll share with you personal experiences from my life as a professional medium and mentor. I'll also offer you insight into working with the spirit world and introduce you to guests that I find fascinating and that might lead you on your own journey to further discover your own soul's gifts. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to The Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White. I'm your host and I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be here with you wherever you are, wherever you're listening. I always find it so cool to look at the analytics um, of where people are listening. And there's some people in Trinidad. There's some people in Australia. There's people in the United States and in Europe. It's just so interesting. So today is an episode, it's kind of a collection of stories. And the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I've been aware for years that there's things that I should be documenting. I should be writing them down because what happens is when you live a good portion of your life in this altered state of consciousness, like doing readings all the time, a lot of what comes through we don't retain at least not super clearly or at least I don't so there's many many beautiful and miraculous experiences that I've had through working with my mediumship but also just in in life and being a curious explorer of this world and the next but I I sometimes forget or I don't realize the depth of some of them because it just seems to be life goes on and we continue on. So I want to have a way to document some of these things. And I also am thinking that it would be wonderful for you to listen and then know what's possible. I find that when I listen to other people's stories or when I read collections of stories, especially love, as I've mentioned so many times, I love the chicken soup for the soul, the collections of stories about angels and connections with loved ones in spirit, chicken soup for the grieving soul, all that stuff. I just love, love, love reading those. And I find that when I do, it kind of gives me this upliftment too. It gives me hope too. So anyways, I thought that you would like to hear some of this stuff. And I'm really curious about hearing about your own as well. So if you're listening to the episode and you have a story that you'd like to share about something miraculous, something of a sign, something about synchronicities, feel free to send them in to me. Send me your story. Email it to me, melissawhitemedium at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to put together a listener, a listener episode, and I could read your stories that you send in. I think that would be so cool. So not to forget also that I do have a course online coming up, starts June 2nd, and it's four Thursday evenings Pacific time in um, 
June. And there'll be two-hour classes each time on Zoom. And I'm partnering up with my friend Jennifer Dawn. And it's an advanced mediumship class. So basically, we are helping people to take their mediumship to the next level. And so I'm really interested in seeing what develops with that, how people really respond to the teachings. It's cool because Jen and I have very similar philosophies, but there are a few differences. And what I find is so cool and just so lovely is that we talked about some of the differences and there's so much respect for for each other. And it's a sense that like, oh, cool, that's the way that you do it or that's your belief. This is mine. So I honor you. I respect you. And it, it comes, it goes both ways. And I think it's going to be wonderful to model that actually to this class, that there's different ways of doing things and there's different beliefs sometimes. And so how you can really work together. And so I do think that's a good thing. I, I think that's a really good thing to share with people. So we do have room. There's, there's a few spaces left. And so if you're interested, do reach out and uh, we can we can chat or we can get you set up. So on to the stories. So I'm thinking here where to start. Well, I think one of the one of the most beautiful things that's happened to me was when I first was really becoming aware of my um, abilities and I was in the midst of a real accelerated spiritual awakening and I remember at that time my daughter was really young like she was like a baby toddler and we spent a ton of time outside like that's just where she felt her best and she loved it so much and so we would spend a lot of time just outside in front of our townhouse and she would just play just this love to roam free and we would just play and there was this one time where I was kind of questioning in my mind, thinking to myself, like, I don't know, like, is this going to be something, is this going to turn into something for me? Like, where am I headed with all of this learning and discovery and this practice that I'm doing? Like, I, I was just sort of curious. And I also remember feeling super, super grateful for this moment that I had with my daughter. It was a beautiful day. There was like fresh air, a breeze. And she was just so little and so cute. And I felt so blessed to be able to spend these moments with her. And literally out of nowhere, I looked up and I saw this single white feather just floating down out of the sky right in front of me. And I knew I just put my hand out in front of me and it landed in the palm of my hand. And I knew that was from spirit. I knew that I was being given this confirmation of sorts. I felt so close to spirit at that moment. I felt so blessed. I felt so special. Like, wow, like I was in the right place at the right time. And it's like they knew what I was thinking and what I was questioning and were able to orchestrate this amazing moment. It was magic. It's one of the most magical things that I've ever experienced. So I love that so much. I, I just think that was such a gift. Another time similar to that with my daughter, same thing outside with her. And she was probably two years old, maybe two and a half, I think, but still like very young. And these butterflies 
two butterflies flew by us and they were um, hovering in front of us. And it just looked like they were dancing kind of in the air in front of us. And then after maybe like a minute, they started to fly away. And so my daughter started to cry and she was saying, come back, come back, butterflies, come back. And she was so sad about it. And so I said, oh, it's okay. I said, why don't we just ask, ask the angels to bring them back for us? See if the angels will bring them back. And so we did that. And then literally like 30 seconds later, these butterflies circle back and they come and they're like flying close to us again. And she was so happy and so excited. And it was just such a cute little, it was such a cute little moment. And it was just this feeling of like, ah, we're in the presence of something so beautiful here in the presence of the angels. So that's something that I won't forget either. When it comes to signs in readings, I have quite a few that have been really interesting. There's one time I was doing a group reading, and this would have been years ago. I think maybe seven years ago, maybe eight years ago. And I was bringing through a gentleman in spirit, I believe someone's father, and gave a bunch of information. And I remember the daughter there in the group, she was, she was very moved by it. And he said something about the song. I heard the song stand by me that old song and I heard it in my head and I said oh I feel like he's gonna you're gonna hear this song over the next little while and it'll be from him it's like a validation that this is him he's with you and I remember the the woman being kind of like oh that's weird because I don't have any connection to that song really and either did he as far as I know and I said okay well yeah it's interesting but I, I do think that he's, it's because he's going to bring it to you. I, I don't necessarily feel like it, it has some other meaning, like it was his favorite song or anything like that, but it's one that he can use. And so we kept going on. I, I worked with the next spirit in line and kept going. And it was probably about two or three minutes later, I heard that song, Stand By Me. And I hadn't noticed really up until that point, but there had been music on in another room like just like we were in the living room and there was like another sort of room behind us and I could hear it faintly playing in this other room I guess the the stereo the radio or whatever had been on just gently lightly and I stopped and I said do you guys hear that because I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'm just literally hearing this with my clear audience. Like, maybe it's not actually like everyone could hear it. And they all did. They all heard it. And it was like instant chills. Like, the amount of orchestration that would have to occur in order for that father to bring me that song, for me to mention it, for me not to be discouraged when she said, oh, it doesn't really have a meaning to me. And the fact that it was going to be playing or he knew he had a way to get our attention by playing that song. And it was literally like two or three minutes after he talked about it. So it was pretty much real time. So everyone was shocked. Like everyone was just kind of like blown away. And that was to this day is one of my most favorite memories from group readings. Like so, so cool. 
It felt like magic. So that was amazing. Another time I remember somebody in spirit said to my client in a private reading, they said, oh, I'm going to bring you a green leaf. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is not really a super rare or unique sign. I mean, we see green leaves all over the place every day, probably. So I was like, well, I'm going to deliver it. I always deliver what I receive. So I said it. I remember my client was like, okay, like just thinking it was a little bit weird, but we carried on. And then she contacted me. My client contacted me afterwards that night. And she said, I went for dinner because it was, I guess it was like a birthday dinner for her or something like after her reading. And her friend gave her this gift and it was a wallet. And on the front of it, there was this green sort of design, this green leaf, like a a cutout, sort of a green leaf applique type thing that went on the, the front of the wallet. And so I, it made perfect sense and I understood exactly what was coming through. The spirit was trying to say, they already knew there was going to be this gift and she was going to receive it like that night. And that it's a sign, it's a validation point that their loved one in spirit is there with them. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty amazing. I wish I still had the picture because she sent, she had emailed me and sent me the picture of it afterwards. And she said she was, she was quite excited about it, quite pleased to know that her loved one in spirit was able to, to offer that kind of information. I thought it was interesting too, because I had sort of my doubts about how great that sign was. And it goes to show we, as mediums, we can get in our own way and start to get kind of judgy. And then I think sometimes as clients, sometimes we can get a bit judgy. We think that the information should be a certain way or that the sign should be a certain thing that we dictate. And at the end of the day, I feel like it'd be so much better and easier if we just trusted spirit so much more because they work with this intelligence that is absolutely incredible. And so when we allow it to occur, it's wonderful. <laughs> so I loved that. I loved that. And what a cool little birthday gift to have that validation from spirit. Another time I was reading for a group on Zoom and there was a man in that group that was, uh, he was waiting and waiting and all these other sphere people came through for other people. And I think he was near the very end. And he was waiting so patiently. And actually his friend in spirit came through and she used to work with him. They worked together for some time and they developed a friendship and this bond with each other. And she was coming through basically to offer support and offer encouragement to him and all this stuff. And he, he I could tell he was pretty blown away because I don't think he was expecting to hear from her or maybe he just wasn't expecting some of the things to be so her like so so accurate like I think he was kind of I don't know what he was expecting but I feel like maybe he was a bit surprised so anyway he we do this reading and I said oh and she said she's gonna bring you a frog and it's the same thing I mean he just was like oh all right like he wasn't judging it but I could tell that he's like I have no idea what this lady's talking about 
So I said, okay, well, it doesn't mean anything to you at this point. I think that she is going to bring it. So just, just be open to that. Just keep it in the back of your mind. And so he said, okay. And then I spoke to him after, I, I think it was probably like a week later or something like that. And again, he sent me this picture and apparently he was working and he got super stressed out. There was a few things that were going on that were just really intense and he needed to take a break. So he left and he drove to this lake and he went down and sat by the water and sitting on this bench and he decided to take off his shoes and put his feet in the water and just recharge, relax. And he was thinking about his friend in spirit and the friend and what she had said and the advice that she'd given around work and stress and all of this stuff. And he said he just looked to the side for a second and then all of a sudden there was this frog right beside his foot. And then the frog actually came and like sat, like sat basically right beside him or kind of like on, partially on his foot. And it was just so wild. And he was thinking, this isn't something that happens every day. And honestly, it's not just that he had this experience with the frog, but it's just that he'd been talking to her, thinking about her. And she had said she'd bring this frog. And then she did. So it was pretty cool. And I think that really helped him to feel even more confident that it was really her and that she knows what she's doing. And I just give so much credit to Spirit because they're the ones that orchestrate all of this stuff. And I also wonder how many times they offer us, mediums, things that are like that and we just miss it. We just miss it or we don't trust it or there's all kinds of scenarios that I bet you they get sometimes a little bit, maybe a little bit annoyed. I don't know <laughs> because it would be a bit frustrating, I think, sometimes. So anyway, so that was that was really really wonderful. There was another time where it was a new client. I'd never read for her before. And I had sent her a date and a time that I could read for her. And I, I didn't think anything of it. I just sent it to her and she said, yes, no, great. That sounds good. And she came at that date and time. And so before she came, I was just kind of relaxing a bit and I just had a sense of like, oh, her dad, it's her dad. Her dad's coming to, to chat with her. And then as I was reading for her, I brought through, I brought him through and yes, her dad was in spirit and there was a bunch of different pieces of information that were very solid. Like she was quite pleased. And then she, I think I said something like, he wanted to get you here or he orchestrated this so that you would find me and come to see me. It was like he made this happen. He wanted to talk to you. And she told me then, she said, well, it's really interesting because this is the one year anniversary of his passing. And the time that I chose for the reading, it was like on the quarter of the hour, like it was, I think, 5.45 p.m. or something like this which is weird. I don't usually start readings at that at those times, or I didn't then. And she said that was the date and the time to the exact minute of his passing. So he really did orchestrate that. And I thought that was, that was so interesting. And so you have to wonder sometimes. I think Spirit is able to do that with dates and stuff, with their birthdays, making an appointment available 
on on a special like anniversary day or on a birthday or all kinds of things like that. Like I think that they really do have that ability. So that was that was wonderful. And I think that was meaningful for her too. Another time I was in a group and I was connecting with a lady in spirit. I think it was someone's grandma. And I'll say this, this is true. Grandmas do oftentimes show me hummingbirds like as a sign. That is a very common sign from actually moms and grandmas. It's not limited to them, but it just seems to be a thing. So anyways, I was connecting with this grandma in spirit and she did show me that she was going to bring a hummingbird. And my client was like, yes, that's exactly like that's, she said that she was going to do that. Like before she passed, she told me that. And I was like, okay, cool, great. So you understand that. And then literally in that moment, I just had this feeling to to look away and to look up at the window. There was like a wall in the dining room of this lady's house. And then there was like a bit of a window at the top, like just a little peekaboo thing that you could kind of see outside. And I happened to glance up and just at that moment, there was a hummingbird that literally came and was hovering right outside of the window just at that moment. So everyone in that group saw it, saw this hummingbird. And it was just like the perfect timing. The timing was impeccable. And so it's those things that happen when you're just like, okay, I cannot, I cannot say this is coincidence. I can't. It's just, it feels too magical to be anything but a sign from spirit. Another time I was doing a group on Zoom and I think it was a mom coming through for her daughter and we're chatting away and I said, oh yes, and she does show you ladybugs, she brings you ladybugs and then the woman just started panicking and freaking out like 30 seconds later and I guess because the angle of the the camera, like I could see them sitting on this couch but I didn't see that they had like curtains and like this window that was kind of beside them. And she turned the camera so that I could see the the curtains that were hanging down. And then she showed me that there was actually a ladybug literally climbing the curtains just after her mom said she was going to bring her this ladybug. So that was another in real time kind of sign. So that was phenomenal too. I think that really, really gave everyone sort of sense of, wow, like it just gave us that sense that we're, spirit is here, spirit is with us. So another time I was, again, I mean, I've done a million, I've done a million groups. That's what it feels like, but I love them so much. But I was at a client's house and I remember I'm reading for the group and I came to this one spirit. I described them. And nobody knew who it was. Nobody could recognize the spirit. So I thought that was strange because it felt very real. And I was fairly certain that it was for somebody there. But I said, okay. And I continued on. Next spirit that comes through, describe them. Again, crickets. Nobody knew. It's not, it's not ideal. It's not a good feeling. It's not the way it's supposed to work. And especially... I think like two in a row that nobody can recognize. I was like, what is going on? Like, am I losing it? Is this how it ends? Like, is this the end of my career? Like I was having a little bit of a, a little bit of a moment, but I carried on 
and the rest of the group went great. Everyone got, everyone got a reading and it was all good. But that did puzzle me and that did make me feel kind of weird. Like I was like, what the heck is going on there? So then I think it was the next day, the host of the group contacted me and she said, do you remember those two spirits that came through that nobody recognized? And I said, oh, yes. And she said, well, they sounded like my relatives, like relatives of mine that I have, but they're alive, like in the physical world. So I didn't say anything. And I said, oh, okay. And then she said, but after the group, I guess she call, ended up calling somebody in her family, like she, and I didn't know this, but she'd been estranged from one side of her family for, I think she said like 10 years or something like this. And so she had called someone on that side of the family and they told her that her grandma had passed away. And that was the lady that I had been describing in the reading. And then also one of her cousins, a younger cousin had passed away and nobody had told her. She didn't know that she didn't have contact with them. And so even though I felt really awful that she got that news, she got the news that way. I was intrigued by the fact that this is something that can happen. Like, even if the person doesn't know that these people are in spirit, they can still come through. And it was so interesting because I thought I was having a bit of a breakdown over it. I was doubting myself and thinking that I messed up. I must be off my game. I must be losing it. And then I'm pretty sure some of the people in that group are probably like, a little bit like, I don't know, thinking that maybe I'm not the greatest. <laughs> if, if there's people coming through that nobody can claim, like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a few people thinking, oh, okay, she's not, she's not as skilled as she thinks she is or whatever. You know, people sometimes have their, make their judgments. But when it goes to show that, no, spirit knows what they're doing. Also, I think that it also can be a good thing to bring up to people who criticize because there are people who believe that when someone's working mediumistically that it's possible that they just could be mind reading like basically if you had somebody in spirit that you really really miss and love and all you're doing is thinking about that person then somebody could claim that they're connecting with the spirit person but then actually be just reading that person's mind and I mean, yes, that is possible. That is definitely possible. But this is such a good way to disprove that because obviously she didn't even know that these people had passed away. So they were not on her mind for that reading. I'm sure there was other people that she actually was probably waiting to hear from or she was thinking about other people. She wasn't thinking about those two. So it, it's, it's definitely interesting to think, to think of that. And the reason I share that too is I think because it's a good teaching moment for those of you that are developing your own mediumship. I'm not saying like this is not something that happens all the time. Like obviously usually spirits that come through are going to be known by the people. But if it happens to you, you could consider this and just remember that maybe it is a possibility that this could occur. In my experience, this is the only time maybe once or twice that this has happened where nobody's understood and then they find out later that that person actually had passed away. 
There was one, and I wish that I could remember it clearly. I'm pretty sure it was a phone reading. And I remember I brought through, I think it was a a guy, and I was explaining about how he passed and everything and talking about him. And, oh, I'd have to, I wish I would have saved these all these emails in like one place or had some kind of documentation so if you're if you're developing and you or you're just starting out like working professionally i think it's so worth having an organizational system to keep all of this stuff together so that you remember anyways she i was on the phone and i remember she didn't know or she wasn't sure about this this guy that was coming through and then she did contact me after and she said something like she found out afterwards that it must have been around the time of our call that this I think it was I don't know if it was her brother I'm not sure it was her brother her cousin something like this but anyways he was in like another another province like far away but anyways that that he had actually passed away like while we were basically having our call is the time that he would have been passing away unexpectedly so it's it's wild like sometimes it's wild what can actually occur there's another time where I remember doing a group reading for somebody for some people and a grandma came through from spirit and she she came through crystal clear she you know gave all these details information and the lady I was reading for said she passed away this morning and I just thought oh my goodness and then we're sitting there And then the lamp that was sitting like on the table by the couch turned itself off as she said that. And then it came back on and I said, oh, she's here. And then it happened again. So literally everyone in the room saw the lamp do that. Um, And that was so interesting too, because lots of time people say, oh, there's this myth around, you know, spirit needs three months to learn how to communicate or something like this. I don't know if that's true for every spirit because I I had this experience where she literally passed that morning and she came through with no problems the same the same evening. So I that's a whole other story. I think that we as humans need time to grieve sometimes before we have uh, a mediumship reading, but the spirit I think lots of times depending on the depending on the individual, but lots of times they would be ready to communicate. So that was, that was wonderful that she was able to come through so quickly and also do the trick with the the light. That was very cool. I also had a pretty miraculous thing where I was reading for a client and this was in the beginning, like beginning of my professional readings and reading for this lady and I'm bringing through this younger guy. And the more I started to talk about him and the more I started to bring through details, I started to realize he was familiar to me, like really familiar. And then I sort of saw in my mind's eye this image, and I realized it was somebody that I knew. Now, I did not know this lady. Like, I'd never met her before. I don't even know how she found me, anything like that. But anyways, I said, oh, and I told her, I said, I think I know, I know this person. And I said, is it so-and-so? Is this his name? And she said, yes. And it just blew me away because I had known him. I had briefly, briefly dated him. 
and like years before this, like years before this reading for this lady. And I was so brief, but I knew at the time that it meant a lot to him. And it was really, it was kind of uncomfortable because I didn't feel the same way. Like I felt very much like, oh, he was so kind and really lovely, but I just didn't have that same kind of like feelings for him. And so that was a difficult, that was a difficult thing for me. It was difficult for me to, to be sort of saying that to him. And I did feel really bad about it. And so I had to sort of let him down gently. And then I found out like a year later that he had passed away. And I was so shocked because this was like a young guy, like 20, 27 or 28. And so it was just so crazy that he got his, I think this was his friend. I think she was his friend, his friend to come for a reading. He came through for her brilliantly and then also came to chat with me. And what I got from it was that he didn't have any hard feelings. He wasn't like upset that I didn't need to feel bad and that he said some really kind things to me and I I didn't share with her like what he was saying to me but it was just really interesting so interesting and so I just thought wow out of all the people it's not as though it's not as though that could really be a coincidence it just can't be so that was really healing I think for her And then also it was healing for me to know that everything was okay. He also came through one time at a workshop I was attending as a student. And this one lady in the group was reading for me. And he came through really, really clearly for her. And he said, what did he say? Oh, he was laughing and he was saying he missed his chance because I had been single. (laughs) I had been with, I had been married, I'd been with someone for a long time. And then I was single and then I got together and got another relationship. And he was laughing and saying that he missed his chance, missed his opportunity. So it was quite, it was quite funny. It was just one of those things. So every once in a while, I am aware that he checks in on me. So that's something that I feel grateful for. I've also had times too, where I've just felt really nudged by spirit to look things up, to Google people or to Google things. And over the last couple of years, I may have spoken about this on the show before. If I'm repeating myself, I apologize. But in two instances, there was one time where I felt I needed to look up actually somebody that I, again, it was like a brief dating situation, maybe a couple months or something, a long time ago, like maybe 15 years ago, 13 years ago. And I hadn't had any contact with this person, had not talked to them, had not spoken to them. And really hadn't thought too much about them. I just got it in my head. It was like this real urge to just find out how he's doing or what he's up to. And so I ended up looking and I think it was on social media. Yeah, it was on Facebook. And I found him on Facebook and I looked at the the profile and it was a, a video of his memorial service. And then he passed away. He's the same age as me, so still like early 40s. And I knew in that moment that Spirit was like basically trying to tell me that he'd passed or maybe he was checking in. I think he was maybe checking in, realizing, hey, like he knew that I'd be in contact with him. Like I'd, I'd be open to it, obviously. And he didn't know 
when we knew each other in life that I had these abilities. I didn't even really know at that time. Not really. I think I kind of had a hint or two, but I wasn't 100% sure. And so it's just interesting. So from the spirit world, he was aware of that. And same with the other young guy that I just was speaking of. He, he didn't know that I had these abilities either in life. But in spirit, it's like they, find, they were able to find me and know that I'd be open to it. So I thought that was, that was interesting because I got to sort of have a conversation with him. And then same thing happened a couple months after that. I had the same nudge with an, a person that used to lead a development circle, the first one that I ever went to. And I just thought, oh, I wonder what she's up to, or I wonder where she is. Same thing. Just And it felt like I had an urge to do it. So I looked her up, and same thing. I saw that she had passed away within the last year or so, or maybe it was even the last, maybe even six months or something, but it was recent. And so I feel like maybe her way of sort of reaching out, and I did have a good conversation with her too. So it's those things that just kind of stick with you. And I mean, there's been so, there's been so many more. I, these are the ones that I'm recalling at this time, but there's so many. Hope you're enjoying it. I hope these stories are, you know, interesting to you. I sometimes worry that they don't sound as spectacular as they felt because a lot of this is, to put it into words is so hard, but it's the feeling that you have in those moments that is just so incredible. So I remember the first time I saw a shooting star. This, what I would say, was kind of miraculous. I had, well, first of all, I, when I was a teenager, I think that I was on manifestation, like on fire. Like the power of my mind and the power of my, like, desire to make things happen I feel like I helped to manifest this relationship that I had in high school because my first love, I was absolutely so head over heels in love with this boy. Like just from the minute, the minute I met him when I was probably 13 when we met. And anyways, there was so many synchronicities that happened around him and like, and I, and just things, so many that I can't even really put it into words, but there was a lot of that. Eventually, it took about two years, but eventually we ended up together and we stayed together for three and a half years or something. So like most of my high school life. And when we did finally get together, like boyfriend, girlfriend, I remember it was August and it was the most amazing moon I'd ever seen. Like we were outside in his backyard sitting, like sitting out there and the moon was enormous. And it was like, so, I don't know if it was like, just like the color of the sky or the color of the moon, but it was intense and it was so bright. It was almost like a harvest moon, I guess you would call it. I don't know, but it was cool. And I remember seeing like oranges and pinks and stuff around that time. And then I just remember thinking like, I think that I am magical. Like I somehow, like somehow after all of this, it was like such a, such a crazy kind of time leading up to that. But we ended up together and it was kind of exactly what I had envisioned or exactly what I had wanted. And so I remember just being so thankful, looking up at the sky and being like, I'm so thankful. And just as I looked up, 
I saw a shooting star just go right across the sky. And I never seen one before. Like I, I never in my life. And it was just so magical. It was so beautiful. I was so excited. And I was like, I've never had this experience before. So that was that was just a cool memory that I'll always I'll always remember. And it's also something when I think about it, I think that there are moments like that probably a lot, but they don't always stick with us or they don't always stand out. But that one certainly stands out. Another time, um, well, actually, same thing uh, or similar story with that boyfriend. He had gone traveling overseas because he graduated like a year before me. He was a year older than me. And so he was gone for like two months, which when you're like 18, 19, like that is a long, long time. And we were quite close. Like we always, we spoke every day, saw each other every day, pretty much. And so it was really, it was really hard for me to, to know that he was away. But anyways, I had gotten into a car accident while he was gone. And in those days, this is before we really had like cell phones or I think I had one, but it was one of those big brick cell phones like old one and uh, there's not like no zoom or facetime or anything like this so we had set times where it was like okay he was going to call me on this day at this time and that's when i would know to be home and be by my phone so he could call me with the time difference and all that stuff and so i caught into this car accident i was still a new driver i was just crying panicking i had to run to someone's house and asked to use their phone because I either I had that brick cell phone or maybe I didn't even have it yet I don't know so I had to use their phone and then the car that hit me was yelling at me and blaming me and I was just I was so distraught and so I remember going getting home my parents coming and getting me and I went home and I was so upset and I'd hurt myself hurt my ankle and I was just feeling so lonely and then out of nowhere he calls and it was just like, how did you? I said, I just got into an accident. I'm so sad. And I was so stressed. And he's like, I don't know. He wasn't supposed to call for like another couple days, I think. And uh, he said, I don't know. I just felt like I needed to call you. And so just those kinds of things, those kinds of things. It's more so just, I guess, like that kind of connection with people. Another time I was in Penticton with a friend of mine. And we'd gone for the weekend. She'd come with me. And I was doing some group readings for people in Kelowna. I think they were both in Kelowna. Maybe one was in Penticton, one was in Kelowna. Anyways, we had the day to ourselves before going to do me going to do my groups. So we're walking down this busy street, like fairly busy. And even though Penticton's not a big place, but it was fairly busy with people. And it was in the summer, so nice weather and lots of tourists and stuff. And I'm just walking with my friend talking. And all of a sudden this man out of, like almost out of nowhere seems like he just appeared in front of us. And he asked my friend if he could uh, borrow a smoke. And my friend did smoke, but she didn't like have, she wasn't smoking at the time. So like, it's not like he knew that she would have one. So, but she said, oh, yeah, sure. You can actually, you can't borrow one. She said, you can have one. Here you go. And she like gave him one. 
Now, this man looked a little, like, a little bit weathered. He looked, like, a little bit, like, maybe he was, like, maybe living on the street or something like this. He was elderly, and it just very unassuming. Like, there was no, there was nothing about him that was that, like, getting our attention, except the feeling of him. Like, it's not the what he looked like, but it was the feeling of his presence. And so then he said, thank you. He, he took the cigarette from my friend and he started like he got a light from her, too, I think. And he started talking to us and he looked at me right in the eyes and he said, can God bless you? And I said, yes, yes, God can bless me. And then I said, can he also bless you? And he said, he does every day of my life, every day. And I was like, oh, good. And then he just came up to me and he hugged me like he embraced me and he he said thank you thank you and usually i would not love a random stranger to just come and hug me especially a man like i wouldn't actually usually like that or feel safe about that at all but he felt like he was otherworldly he felt like he was safe he felt like there was it was something happening between us that was just so crazy like so hard to explain he hugged me and said thank you and I was like in that moment I was thinking to myself thank you for what but then I kind of knew it was like he was thanking me for the work like the work that I'm doing and he said something about for for helping people he said thank you for helping people and it's like, sir, he had no idea. He had no way of knowing like anything about me. And so that happened and I was kind of like in, in awe. Like I was, okay, what is going on here? And then he literally disappeared. Like we turned to look and he was gone. He just was gone into a crowd of people. And he literally, both me and my friend said, he looked like Moses. Like what you think of when you think of Moses that's what he looked like. And so that's what we called him after that. Like, oh yeah, the experience with Moses, like he bummed a smoke, <laughs> but he was, it, the energy was so healing and the energy was so beautiful and it was such an unlikely encounter. And it just, it changed me. Something happened in that embrace that he gave me that hug. It almost gave me like supercharged power. Like I just felt like, oh, I was given a blessing spirit arranged for me to have this blessing and so I'll never forget that and I know that my my friend she's also very intuitive and I she felt the same thing that was not like a normal everyday encounter so there was a few other things that happened on that trip too so that but that one really really sticks out really sticks out so the other one that I would I would mention there was a time when I went to, I think I've told you guys about the castle in Ireland, when I rented the Air, it on Airbnb, and then we had a little um, workshop over the weekend, like uh, taught about mediumship. And we went out on the grounds to do an energy healing at one point, and I was laying on the grass on my back eyes closed, experiencing this beautiful healing that was being done for us. And at one point I opened my eyes and I, 
I usually don't ever open my eyes when I'm receiving a healing, but just something, something told me I just needed to open my eyes. I opened them. I looked up at the sky and there was literally millions, millions of sparkling, colorful lights everywhere. And I just remember feeling so peaceful and it brought tears to my eyes how beautiful it was. And I knew that it was spirit showing me that they were with me and they were with us and that we were in the sacred place. And my soul needed to be there at that time. It was one of the worst times in my life that I was going through. And I almost didn't even go on this trip because I was so stressed out. And it was a miracle that I made it on the trip. And then also a miracle that I had the healing that I did. I came back home a completely different person. So that was, that was pretty cool. I've also, I've also had an experience with my son. He was really, really nervous before he went into high school at grade eight. He was applying for the advanced placement math class. And they had to do like an entrance exam, like a test. And he was super, super nervous. And I remember telling him, like, it's okay. It's just to see where you're at. And if you don't get in, you don't get in. Like, it's really not the end of the world. But he put a lot of pressure on himself for that test. And so anyways, he went in and I was just waiting in the car for him. It was about like an hour. And about 40 minutes into the test, I got this text from his phone. And I don't even know how to do this, but you can, sometimes you can do a message that's like handwritten. Like you can kind of somehow you can make it like in your own like you can write it with your finger and it just there was one a message like that that came through from his number and it said congratulations with an exclamation mark it was like handwritten and I thought that's weird like okay and then he came out like after another 20 minutes at the hour mark and I said how did it go and he said oh pretty good I think I did pretty good and I said, oh, why did you text me congratulations? And he said, I didn't. He said, we're not even allowed to use our phones. And I was like, what? And I remember thinking it was the day of my grandpa, my grandpa's birthday, who's in spirit. And I remember thinking it was from him. It must have been him telling, telling me and telling my son that he made it, like he's going to pass, like everything's okay. And sure enough, we got the results like a week later and my son did pass and he did get into that class. So that was great. But I always look back on that and think, yeah, that was my grandpa. There's no other explanation. I don't even know how to do that kind of message, first of all. And just that it was congratulations and that it came from his phone and he did not even, he didn't send it. He didn't do that. So there's many, many more. I mean, I have quite a few. And I do promise myself that I'm going to keep track and I'm going to write this stuff down. I think lots of times I do share on my Facebook business page, like Psychic Media Melissa White. So maybe one day I might be able to go through that history somehow and, and compile everything all together. But I hope that you've enjoyed. I hope that's brought a smile to your face and you've been able to take something from the experiences that I've shared. I certainly feel really, really grateful that I'm open to spirit because life, I always think life would be so boring if I wasn't. I, I just think it would be so ordinary. And life with spirit, it, I can't say that it's always like the easiest career path. Like I would say sometimes it can be, it can be difficult, 
But there's so many surprises along the way. There's so many unexpected blessings. There's so many synchronicities. There's so many soul friends that you you know, meet along the way. Spirit, when you're open to spirit, like your whole potential and possibility is expand. There's no limit to what's possible. That's how I feel. So I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting the podcast. The best thing that you can do if you really like it and you want to put some good energy out there towards it, you could rate it on whatever platform you use. Like if you're using Spotify, I know you can do reviews on Spotify now. iTunes, for sure you can rate it. Give it a great five-star rating. Even put a review, a little comment. It helps, I guess, to grow the podcast. It also helps other people to find it. And then you can also share it if you want to share it on social media. I'm very appreciative. Thank you so much. Love you. And until next time, take good care and definitely send me some of your own miraculous collections of stories, your blessings, and I'd love to share them. Take care. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or feel free to leave a rating and a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa White Medium or on Facebook, Psychic Medium Melissa White. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.